from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. It's Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. Good morning to everyone tuning in. We're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and all the great comments I'm already seeing this morning. We are waking up to a different morning a little bit on the global perspective. Uh, just literally minutes before um, um, the show went live here, um, I started getting alerts of a potential assassination attempt on Putin um, and, 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 and the Kremlin's up in smoke at the moment. Apparently, uh, I haven't been able to validate this, but nonetheless, um, it, it will have impacts downstream from a cyber warfare perspective. We'll be talking about that today as well as China ups its cyber warfare arsenal um, significantly with a new law that goes into effect on Monday that was passed just this week. So uh, keep that in mind and stay tuned for the show. I can't wait to see everyone tomorrow. If you are in Dallas, Texas, come join me tomorrow at the Data Connectors event. Um, we'll be at the uh, Hilton in Plano. So come hang out. I'll be recording a podcast, hosting a panel with some great, great individuals like Patrick Benoit and Cecil and, and Jamin and so many other Raymond King from the Dallas Cowboys. So come join uh, me and so many other people. I'll be doing some recordings while I'm out there. So come hang out, meet me in person, get your free ticket, go to data connectors, use the cyber hub podcast uh, uh, discount code to get your ticket. And now without further ado, join me for a double espresso this morning, whatever coffee you're drinking coffee cup. Cheers. Y'all big, big news day today. We'll start off with cyber attacks affecting the United States with two confirmed ransomware attacks, one in Lowell, Massachusetts, which is the fourth largest city in the state of Massachusetts, another one in Spartanburg County, South Carolina, also hit with ransomware. The community of roughly 327,000 residents suffered a cyber a ransomware attack last week, according to the record. Essential services like 911 and emergency communications remained intact. Um, law enforcement was working on investigating this. Um, and then, um, as well as Lowell, Massachusetts, with nearly 109,000 residents, they discovered signs of a breach on April 24th. They responded by shutting down most IT systems in the city. Um, and they're now working on recovery there. So, obviously, the targeting of cities still remains uh, one of the top line things. And this kind of goes to the national cybersecurity strategy. A lot of our municipalities may not have a lot of money, aren't well-funded. Should that have been something in the national cybersecurity strategy where CISA potentially or DHS take an active role in defending these, these, these smaller municipalities that may not have the expertise or the money for cyber and go out and buy things that essentially they don't know if it's going to help them. Um, a worthy question to be asked here based on this specific story. Level Finance Crypto Exchange has been hacked after uh, successfully completing two security audits. Goes to tell you what that means. Level Finance said the attack did not affect its liquidity pool in the Dow Treasury, and the exploit was isolated from all other contracts, but the Level token lost roughly 50% of its value Immediately after the attack was known, the vulnerability allowed the uh, attackers to drain 214,000 LVL tokens from the decentralized exchange 
and swapped him for 3,345 BNB, about a $1.1 million uh, kick there. The company has promised to provide updates on the situation as soon as the investigation reveals more. The Dow has since released a proposal asking for votes on how the community should handle the uh, 214,000 LVL tokens added to circulation by the attack. Um, so that's great. Let's put that out for a Democratic vote. See how that works uh, for them. My guess is there's gonna they're they're gonna shut that down and just make a decision here. Um, the attackers carried out the correct steps essentially by launching this attack. And and audits don't mean secure. I think everyone who listens to this show or who's watching this morning knows audits. Passing a security audit does not mean you're secure. A SOC 2 means nothing. Hashtag end SOC 2. Um, so something to keep in mind. Criminals are exploiting a five-year-old unpatched vulnerability in the TBK digital video recording devices, according to an advisory by Fortinet uh, and FortiGuard Labs. The vulnerability in question is from 2018. It's known as CVE 2018-9090-905, has a CVSS score of 9.8. It's a critical authentication bypass issue that could be exploited by remote actors to gain elevated permission. The five-year-old vulnerability is due to an error when handling a maliciously crafted HTTP cookie, according to Fortinet. A remote attacker may be able to, ex- to exploit this flaw to bypass authentication, obtain admin privileges, and eventually leading access to the camera video feeds. The network security camera said it observed over 50,000 attempts to exploit this using the flaw just in the month of April alone. Uh, despite the availability of a proof-of-concept exploit, there's no fixes to address the vulnerability. So if you are using or you know of anyone using these cameras in their environment, they may have to also uh, get rid of them. The flaw impacts multiple products lines, by the way, not just the DBK DVR 4104 and 4216. It's been rebranded and sold to CNOVA, DVR login, HVR login, MDVR login, Night Owl, Novo, QC, Plonix, Securus, uh, which uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and just say that's a coincidence, and XVR 5 and 1. Additionally, Fortinet is warning of a surge in the exploitation of CVE 2016-20016, a CVSS score of 9.8, another cr- critical vulnerability affecting the MV Power CCTV DVR models, including TV7104HE 1.8.4, 115215B9, and TV7108HE. The flaw also permits a remote unauthenticated attacker to execute arbitrary code. This has impact on physical security, obviously, and privacy issues as well. You want to make sure if you are, if you have these devices anywhere in your environment, obviously, you get them swapped out immediately. This has also issued an advisory on Tuesday released for ICS on a critical flaw affecting the MERTU remote terminal units. The security vulnerability tracked as CVE 2023-2131 has received the highest severity rating of a perfect 10 on the CVSS scoring system for its low attack complexity. Successful exploitation of this vulnerability could allow remote code execution, describing it as a case of command injection affecting versions of INEA MERTU firmware prior to version 3.36. Security researcher Florix Hendricks of Radbound uh, University, Radbound, sorry, University has been credited with reporting the issue and a job well done, sir. Also published by CIS as an alert related to multiple known security holes in Intel. Um, Processors impacting factory automation products from the Mitsubishi Electric that could result in privilege escalation and denial of service condition. Obviously, this has been updating these like two or three times a week. Just that's how significant this is. That's how 
critical foundational security is if we're not patching like what we saw with the camera issue. And even though there's no vulnerability, not knowing about this, the vulnerability has been around for five years. I know about it and I know there's an exploit in the wild kind of dismissing it, saying there's nothing we can do about it. It's a camera, who cares? But if that camera's interconnected into a network and through that, I get access. Through that, I start jumping holes. Through that, I move into your, in, like, got, the thing about cybersecurity is it's, it's very much like a plane crash. It's a series of events that lead to something. It's not just one thing. It's a series of things that go wrong. And uh, we see that constantly every single day when I do the show and every time I speak to practitioners, this is so, so critical. One password is explaining a scary secret key and password change alert that went out to uh, a group of its users saying that they needed to change passwords. Was uh, One password is now saying this wasn't a cyber breach, but rather a result of service disruption. The company first revealed in an incident report five days ago that the notification were uh, erroneous and linked to a routine database maintenance uh, scheduled on Thursday, April 27th. Uh, the uh, OnePass CTO, uh, Pedro uh, Chanatui, provided more details and said the customer's information was unaffected. The client application displayed an incorrect message stating your secret carrier password was recently changed. Enter your new account details to continue. However, that was not the case. So uh, nothing to be worried about there from OnePass, but again, shows you just some of the scary stuff. Good guys prevail in what has been really, really trending. An international law enforcement operation resulted in the arrest of 288 vendors who are believed to be involved in the d- drug trafficking on the dark web, adding to a long list of criminal, criminal enterprises that have been shuttered in recent years. The effort was codenamed Spector. Also saw authorities confiscating more than $53.4 million in cash and virtual currencies, 850 kilograms, nearly a ton of drugs, and 117 firearms. The largest number of arrests were made in the U.S. with 153 individuals arrests, arrested, followed by the U.K. with 55, Germany 52, the Netherlands 10, Austria 9, France 5, Switzerland 2, Poland and Brazil each with one arrest. This represents the most fund seized and the highest number of arrests in any coordinated international action, according to Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland. The drug traffickers are confident that by operating anonymously on the dark web, they can operate outside the bounds of the law. They are wrong. The arrests stem from evidence gathered after the takedown of the monopoly marketplace by German authorities in December of 2021. Dark fail in early January 2022 revealed that the criminals' bizarre servers were likely seized by law enforcement, although no official announcement was made at the time. The vendors arrested as a result of the police action against monopoly market were also active on other illicit marketplaces, further impeding the trade of drugs and illicit goods on the dark web. So um, job well done by the good guys here. Um, they've also seized nine major domains um, around cryptocurrency uh, con- conversion uh, for money laundering as well. So the broader effort is actually working. We'll end with two stories on China. APT41 subgroup is plowing through Asia Pacific, utilizing a layered stealth technique. The notorious Chinese APT spreading cyber maliciousness around Southeast Asia with a bunch of different targets in sight. So you got to understand something here. The next story will tell you a whole lot more. But, but China's prepping itself for some major, major moves across Southeast Asia. Um, obviously, they, they see that the current foreign policy, there's, there's very little absentation. There's very little uh, uh, diplomacy that could prevent China from doing this at this point. China sees and, and smells weakness. And so it's going to pounce on it. It's, it's going to take advantage of that opportunity. And Xi Jinping is not one to miss these types of opportunities as a general rule of thumb. 
APT41, which is China's most well-known cyber group, has also an umbrella label for multiple subgroups. Over the years, it's constantly switched up its DTPs and espionage attacks. While researchers from Trend Micro revealed details of a new campaign from Earth Longzi, a suspect subgroup of them, they've been on something of a hiatus since their most recent campaign, which began in August of 2021 and ended last June. In that case, it targeted organizations across industries, defense, aviation, insurance, and urban development in countries around the APAC region, being Taiwan, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, Pakistan, Ukraine, and China itself. Now, nearly a year, uh, Earth Longzi is back, utilizing newer and better stealth techniques and espionage campaigns against many of the same kind of targets. Uh, rather than tried and true phishing emails, they've tended to target public-facing internet information services and Microsoft Exchange servers as inroads to install the popular uh, Behinder web shell using uh, Behinder. It can gather information, download further malware, malware onto host systems, um, then they deliver two types of malware according to Trend Micro, a Crox loader and a loader for Cobalt Strike and a new anti-detection tool called SPH, uh, SP Hijacker. SP Hijacker is specially designed uh, to disable security products in their tracks either by utilizing a vulnerable driver, a ZamGuard.sys, or by abusing the undocumented uh, minimum stack commit and bytes values in the IFE or registry key to perform the kind of denial of service there. So they continue to move there that's something to keep in mind while china is updating its military uh, um, uh conscription law to allow former soldiers to re-enlist and increase investment in cyber warfare and space expertise according to the guardian the revised rules went into effect on monday after china state council and central military commission approved them the updated rules were made to provide institutional guarantees for consolidating national defense and building strong armed forces the amendment includes measures to rapidly increase troop numbers by recruiting retired military members who will mainly be supplemented by former active service military units or similar posts. These former soldiers will take priority during recruitment and likely will re-enter their original unit, according to the outlets. The revised regulation will also focus on recruiting individuals with cyber and space expertise to emerging domains. Uh, last year, G called for China to rapidly develop and expand its military amidst rising tension with the U.S. over Taiwan, but it's not just that. It's also over Russia and the Ukraine and so much more. Um, and all this is, is just they're building up their arms. They're allowing themselves, they've essentially set it up so that they can draft people at a moment's notice, put them in their old units and, and set them and set them forth, meaning take the uh, kind of hands-on keyboards people and put them back in the desks in order as they do what they do, they see space and cyber warfare as being a critical element to that. And so um, those are the news coming from China today. That's it for our show this morning. Tomorrow, I'll be in Dallas, Texas at the Data Connectors event. That's where the show will be coming from. I'll be there all day. Come hang out, say hi, join the panel. Can't wait to see you all there. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. 